Hello, and you are listening to the best PALcast, Stranger Things, Dungeons and Dragons Hunt for the Tesla Hydra, Episode 4. I'm BJ Guess. I am the Dungeon Master. I am followed with my best friends and pals, Griffin and Tim. Hey, buds. Hi, bud. What's going on? Okay. I like I like the face you're making, Tim. That's awesome. It's really gonna work for the podcast it plays, format. It plays well for the audio format. Hey, I'm just trying to like get you guys to do like a, a video recording so you can post it on YouTube like everyone else does. No. But We're different. Maybe. We like the theater of the We're mind. classic. <laughs> I I have a face for radio. That's not I, nice. I'm you're a beautiful sure. you're a handsome man. <laughs> you're a good looking guy. Thanks, bud. Appreciate that. Welcome, pal. Ah, So, Griffin, Tim, would you like to share with the audience what or who you are playing? I am playing Korok. I am a forest gnome sorcerer. And Tim? And I am Marza, the paladin, tiefling paladin of Torm. Sorry, I said that backwards. That's fine. You do it. You you say how you want to say it, man. You do you, boo boo. So in our last games, you were you are in the hunt for the Tesla Hydra, a, a mysterious creature that's been attacking King Tristan's land, different um, areas of his kingdom. Uh, you did some investigation, some questioning, and you found yourself into a troglodyte cavern. You dispatched dispatched. You killed a bunch of troglodytes (laughs) and found your way into the hidden lost labyrinth or the maze. Is it a lost labyrinth? It's a cursed labyrinth. So sorry. That's a noob mistake of mine. You found that the labyrinth, every time you turned a corner and you went back, it, it, it was different. It's like shifting. Have you ever seen the movie Cube, by the way? No. Oh, my God. So it's essentially... It's like a Rubik's Cube, and some crazy person... This is before Saw, so I think Saw stole the idea. But they put, like, criminals into the Rubik's Cube, and it, like, shifted, and it was, like, a bunch of, like, murder machine stuff. That's what I think ah. of this, except, you know, not murder machine stuff. Just skeletons just, everywhere. Just skeletons. Listen, that's one of the things you could have found. Um, <laughs> after traversing the labyrinth, you ran across some skeletons and had a very, very near-death experience. Cork actually saw the light of of heaven or maybe <laughs> hell, depending, um, a couple of times. Um, you, Yep, it, has, it was not great. <laughs> you ran to safety, uh, and then you found yourself uh, face-to-face with um, the Lost Knight, this suit of armor with a very just masculine excited voice um he he gave you riddles um to which you solved the first very easily and the second took a little more time and he welcomed you into his home which was just a bare room with just a single chair in the middle of this room um and said after you have your some time to heal and to rest he would show you how to um find a way to get to the Tesla Hydra. Um, 
I can't remember if in the last episode if you guys did um, watches or wanted to take a watch for your long rest like we usually do. Uh, it's up to you guys. I think that I think we decided just to rest. I don't think we were going to take watches. We assumed we were safe. Okay. I think that is fine. So as you two curl up into the corners of the 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 I'm trying to say statue. It's not a statue. It's the the suit of armor. Ka-ching, ka-ching, sits and into the chair facing the door. Just staring. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Nothing. Did you guys ever see the Sco- the Scooby Doo, the second Scooby Doo movie where the monsters became alive and there was the suit of armor? Uh, I don't remember. I remember Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. You remember that one? Is that the cartoon? That one was. A- yeah. Yeah. Oh no, you mean like the second live action mm-hmm. Scooby Doo movie with Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, well, no, I'm I'm. I'm partial to the first live-action Scooby-Doo. Where Scrappy-Doo was the bad guy, and it scared the crap out of mm. me as a kid. I was so confused. Yep. I was like, he was a good guy in the cartoon. Whatever. Like, you must be a sacrifice. <laughs> and, mis- and, like, Mr. Bean was the was the yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you guys... I'm sorry, that's the second <laughs> random reference I had tonight. A rice? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean being like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you rest you get all your cells, your spell slots back you get healed up um, as you wake up the 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 knight is still sitting in the exact same position in the chair facing forward towards the door as you're kind of wiping the sleep out of your eyes what are you two doing? He hasn't noticed you two waking up yet. I wanna, I wanna get up stealthily, okay. and walk up to him, and I wanna like look as closely as I can inside the eye slits of his armor okay. to see <laughs> if I can look inside the armor and see what's in there. All right, let me get do two rolls, do a stealth roll to see how well you can kind of get up, and you're in. Did you sleep in your heavy armor or not? Yeah, I wasn't going to take it off. Okay, so there'll be a, a disadvantage. And then, well, we'll see how your stealth rolls go first. Da, 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 da. Hey. Oh, 17. wow. Nat 20. A nat 20. Well, oh, what's dang. The other? A disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. No. Okay, what's the I mean, other it's one? It's a 17. It's a 17. 17. Okay. That's good. Or, sorry, 16. 16. 16 still fine. As you kind of slowly get up and you kind of crouch and you sneak very, very softly, very, very stealthily behind the night. Um, Go ahead and roll a perception check to see what you see as you kind of peer in. Okay. All right. So seven's not fantastic. (laughs) As you try to peek in, you, you... you find like a little bit of like a sliver in between like the neck and the shoulder pieces and you kind of peer in, but it's, it's very dark and like a little bit of like almost like steam, but not hot kind of wafts out and kind of gets you in the eye a little bit. And you're like, Cork, what are you doing? This maybe morning. You're not really sure. 
Yeah. Um, so I kind of get up, not really paying attention to what Mars is doing. I just wake up and I'm like, oh, it's glad to, I'm glad I'm not dead. <laughs> As he says that, the Lost Knight kind of turns his head. Ha ha ha! Companions, you're awake! Wonderful! He uh, stands up. Ah. Say, somebody, somebody's a morning person. Ha ha! I never know what time it is. Ha, ha, ha. Now, are you two, and he thrusts his finger pointing at both of you, are you two ready to face your fears? Ha, ha, ha. I kind of been, yeah, I'm like, I'm a little <laughs> more afraid of him than wherever he's taking us. Yeah, he seems a little crazy. But I don't think we have any other option. Because I'm not going back to where the skeletons are. I mean, we have to. Yeah, I mean, we were the only ones who the king sent to find this monster. And we've made it this far. So let's go. Very good. <laughs> if you would please. Step aside. And he walks towards you two and he kind of pushes you two out of the way very gently. And he's facing towards the um the empty wall. On the opposite uh, the wall on the opposite opposite side of the door. And he pulls out his sword. And he raises it over his head, two-handed. And he turns and says, Now listen! This is only a one-way entrance into where you can find the Thessala Hydra. You'll be going to a place called the Upside Down. Now, ha, 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 I know what you're thinking. You're not actually upside down. It's just kind of like a different version of our world. You see, this labyrinth that I am stuck in... <laughs> Ah, isn't actually part of the world you're from. It's a in-between place from your world and the Upside Down. And it seems that the Tesla Hydra has found a way to push into the Upside Down. Now, you can't come back this way. You'll have to find your own way home. Are you ready? Ha, ha, ha! Is there a way home? Of course there is. And he swings his sword down and it sparks and stuff onto the um the wall. And you wait a second. And another second passes by. And then the stone where it, like it made like a scratch onto the wall starts opening up. And it's this like bluish kind of like hue, kind of like a swirl as the, the, the crack is opening up into this very kind of narrow opening. There you are! Your way into the upside down! Good luck, my two companions! Ha! 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 Com companions is in you're gonna come with us? Unfortunately, no. I am trapped in the... Cursed Labyrinth. 
for all eternity. <laughs> well, what's preventing you from walking through that wall with us? Well, if I go through there, I will perish and die. Well, so you that's have the good enough for spell. me. Well, <laughs> we can make him do it. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. You said you can make him do it? Yeah, I command. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what is your alignment, by harm- the way? If it's harmful to him, it doesn't work. Uh, hey, this is some random creature. I don't know what he is. He could be evil for all we know. I'm just supposed to trust him? Send him to his death. Send him to his death with a paladin of thorn. <laughs> hey, it's better than living in this labyrinth forever, right? Sweet release. And we get some and, and we get some armor. Yeah, we get and a cool armor. sword that can open up portals <laughs> to another parallel universe. It took a turn. It took a turn. The murder hobos have No. I mean I'm just saying shown your true colors. <laughs> <laughs> he opened his home to a, you. You've got a boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. You have I think this. We just see the worst in this game. <laughs> you. It's, I think it's like your inner, your inner self really comes out in D and D. You're like, I'm just gonna murder and steal from everyone. I haven't murdered or stole from anyone yet. I've seen your <laughs> eyes. I've seen your eyes in the computer screen, darting around. Look. Mm. so now so Mm -hmm. i walk up to the portal and i say well only one way to find out and i just stick my hand through it as you stick your hand through you feel kind of like this like when like when your your foot's asleep kind of that tingling sensation but then as your hand goes through your hand it's cold like almost like about to snow kind of cold you still feel that tingling sensation around like where the portal is touching your wrist, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is there a fire in this room? No, the room is completely bare. It's nothing but the chair in the middle, the three of you. The opposite wall has the door that you came out, you came in from, and then the wall you're looking at has the um, the the portal. All right. Well, let's see. I wanted. I felt the cold, so that makes me think I want to light a torch. Okay. Um, if I have a torch in my inventory, does that mean I automatically have like flint to light it? Uh, yeah. Let's just go ahead and say yeah. Okay. I would imagine. Uh, I take. You kind have of a suck. spell. You just got that torch and like can't do anything. Don't you have like firebolt oh, wait, wait, or something I have like firebolt. that? Yeah, yeah. I have firebolt. Let's make this a little bit more canon. I take out torch and I cast firebolt on the torch. Okay, go ahead and roll for Firebolt. Oh, Why would Christ. you roll for it? I mean, it's, a, it's an attack. <laughs> I mean, point blank <laughs> touching it. Yeah. <laughs> so as you right. you hold the torch in your hand, you... <clears throat> and it the, the Firebolt flies past the torch, lighting it, and then it <clears throat> blasts into the corner of, um, of like the ceiling and the other wall meet. and leaves this like... Like soot. Wow. I look at 
That's I one like way to do it. <laughs> I, I said, sorry, I, I didn't have any flint. That's very fine. <laughs> so I take my torch and I step through the portal. Okay. I forgot in this very moment that I'm very squishy. Mars a piece of This is when I fight the piece of armor to go through the portal. <laughs> You're like, Cork's not looking. I can make him go through. <laughs> no, I, I turn to the, the armor, give him one last look, give that kind of squinty side eye. He puts like, his... um. He like balls his hands into fists and like places them on his shoulders, very like Superman, um, Almighty kind of way. This guy is really just a like a secondary Power Rangers character, like the oh, guy that like yeah. helps them and is like too enthusiastic about it. Are you talking about Alpha? Because no, sure. not Alpha. That's that's not like brutish enough. Uh, but <laughs> a, a jacked up alpha. I don't know any other secondary characters in Power Rangers. I can't think of any. I, like I haven't watched it in so long, but that's what he reminds me of. An enthusiastic side character. <laughs> I <laughs> take us take a step through. All right. As you step through, you feel that tingling sensation over your bodies. And you, you, it, it's kind of like a swirl. It's almost as if you're playing like Pinatel and Donkey and you're being spun around and around and around. And you you close your eyes instinctively and you open your your eyes up and you're, you're, you're trapped in like, not trapped, but you're in the middle of this forest. It's, it's not dark, but it's, it's dim. It's like little bits of like, looks like snow maybe it's ash falling it's cold it's very cold um cork you have your torch and you kind of put your torch a little bit closer and you don't feel any warmth coming from the torch hmm. you guys are in the upside down you're in essentially a forest Hmm. I say, what is this place? I can't feel the warmth from my torch, even though I, I have it lit. <laughs> well. <laughs> now I step through the portal. Oh, God. Right. Come on. <laughs> I was like, did we lose him? Hang on. Hang on. My description scared him too bad. Frozen with fear. <laughs> Waffles. <laughs> um, did you hear what I said though? Yeah, I, was okay. just, I was just messing. With you. <laughs> I I step through and I take take around the scenery, and hearing the the armor talk about the upside down and now like being here reminds me of the. The sword that King Tristan gave me, and I pull it out and kind of examine it, observe it in this place to see if it's doing anything. Okay, as you you pull it on, you 
you know, put the blade in your hand and you check it over, it looks the same. It's still that dark, um, that like black obsidian-like material. I say, which which way do we go? It's very cold. You feel not frightened, but there's like that sense of like kind of like dread a little bit. You know what I mean? Like before something bad happens, like you can feel like in your in your spirit like something bad is about to happen. Like when my my apartment got broken into in college, like before I saw that it was broken into, I was like, I feel like something bad is about to happen. You know what I mean? I look at Marza and I say, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> There's this, this oh. wind that is constantly blowing. It's not strong, but it's not like a light breeze either. See, let's we can head towards the wind and stay downwind from whatever we're you know, going to find here. Are you sure you can walk against this? You mean? <laughs> you are a, a wee little man, right? Say, well, we could always double up. But then you'll be on top, and then if you get caught by the wind, you'll just fly away. <laughs> I say, now Marza, I may not be tall. But I do have feelings. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think it matters where we go because we don't have any idea where we're going. Exactly. Um, can I have the like the stats again for the, the winter's sword. bite? Yeah. Give me a moment. As you guys are walking around. It's it's very cold. It's 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 almost like winter, but not that bad. It's um, should be there. Do I see Barb? Do you see Barb? <laughs> Barb, yo! Shout out to Barb. Barb is. I feel bad for her. Like, mm-hmm. And even Nancy in the first season was like, nobody cares about Barb. I'm like, not wrong. Everybody <laughs> cares about Barb. As you guys are wondering, it's it it's essentially like a haunted wood, like the haunted uh, haunted forest. It's it's windy. You hear these like low kind of like growls at all time, but you you look to where you think it's coming from you can't spot anything you're walking um you walk for like an hour and suddenly you you get through a clearing and it's it's this house and it looks it looks familiar and you never get you, you take a second you think and you remember it's the old the farmer's house but it's Albert. Albert. It's, 
it's yeah the old owlbear guy but it's 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 <laughs> different it's like kind of dilapidated and like overgrown with these weeds and there's like the constant like cobwebs kind of all over everything i would like to sneak over in a ban- and uh investigate the house okay are you you're sneaking us you said I Go am. ahead and roll your stealth to see how sneakily you are. Okay, twelve's not bad. Twelve. So you sneak over. Um, you're and you said you're investigating. What exactly are you investigating for? Are you looking for like footprints? Are you looking for items? Like what are you, what are you doing? Um, I'm looking for signs of life, pretty much. See if anybody's inside. See if there's like food or or you know. Okay. That kind of um, thing. go ahead and roll me a um. Go me. You can make all of you make a choice. You can roll either nature or survival. I will roll nature. Okay, go ahead and roll me a nature check. <laughs> okay. That one. Okay. That one. Making it a two. You look around and there's there, it's 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 too dilapidated. There's things that are like it. It looks like it's been ransacked, but it's been ransacked like a hundred years ago, and no one came to pick anything up. There's this constant layer of like dust. The the breeze is coming in throughout like the holes in the ceiling and the the huge hole in the wall. Ugh. Unfortunately, you don't find anything. Tim, you did get the handout for the um sword, right? Yes, okay. I was trying to make sure that it's doing okay. what it's supposed to because it's not actually doing what it's supposed to. I don't um, know what you mean by that? Um, like it's a plus four great sword in the upside down, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do. It does like plus four to the attack, but it's not adding it to the damage. Okay, it's we just, just like leaving the damage. We just mentally add it. Okay. If it doesn't work, you know, roll twenty and it's technology. So great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'll look at Mars and I say it's like nobody's been here for a hundred years, but we were just at this farmer's house. Well, I mean, the the armor said that it wasn't our. It, it's not our same home. So, so maybe with, this is a time warp. Maybe this is some dark parallel universe. I mean, if the Thessal Hydra's here, maybe it's a. Maybe its power corrupts where if, it goes. Hmm. If it's been attacking attacking the men at the castle, do you think there's a version of that in this world? I mean, I would I would assume so, but we're kind of we're we're at a loss here. I mean, we can go look. But, I don't know how long that'll take us, but. I mean, it's, we know, I mean, if it's at least somewhat similar to our world, we know where this farmer's house was, and we should be able to get back to the castle from here. We can try. Okay. So you're going to uh, go to where be, the, so, the castle was? Yeah, so I'm assuming that I would know that if it's based yeah, no, no, somewhat no. off of okay. You've been in this area before, not this area, but in the material world. Um yeah, it takes you about about two hours 
Um, you go in the direction of where the castle was adjacent to the farmer's um, home back in your world. Um, but you're traveling through this forest and, you know, after two hours of walking in the correct direction, you know is the right direction. It There's no castle. You look, you see nothing but just like this forest everywhere. The same blowing of the wind and the same just kind of like these low kind of growls, but nothing. Are the growls close to us? Are they... You can't tell. It... Like I said earlier, like it, it sounds like they're close, and you turn and look to where you heard it from, but there's nothing there. And it's kind of like this constant sound. I just I say, well, we, sh- we should have made it to the castle by now, but there's nothing here. Can I use my divine sense? to try to locate any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet? Um, absolutely. Go ahead and put it in there. Um, can you put it in the chat again so I can just double check? Or you can just read it aloud for... Um, that's pretty much all it is. It just it did, It's kind of like a detect good and evil. Until okay. your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or another location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. So if there's just something of that nature near, you 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 take a second, would... you 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 pray a little quick prayer, and it there's nothing in that range that you recognize. I say, well, if we're just gonna be walking in circles and we're not gonna find this thing. Maybe we can draw it into us. Well, I mean, didn't didn't the merchant say that his orchards were being cursed or dying? Maybe we should head that way to the north and see if there's if there's anything there. I agree. Hopefully that bodes uh, well for us since the castle didn't really play out. But it's weird that the castle wouldn't be here, but the farmer's shed would be. Maybe the farmer's the vessel hydra. It was always him. I say yes, let's head to the orchard. Okay. Um, traveling to the orchard will be about another like three hours to get there, okay? Mm. Okay. All right. You travel that time the same wind you go through it's, it's the same uh, forest and you travel the correct amount of time and in the correct direction but again there's it's just this forest it's almost as if it's like like when you have a, a, a sound bite on repeat so it's it sounds like it's actually going on forever but really it's just the same five seconds repeated 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 it's kind of like that with this forest there's no there's no like discernible difference in the forest. It's just this, the the woods and the the the, the darkness and this slight snowfall and the wind and the growls. 
say, well, we didn't make it to the orchard if there ever was one. Um, want me to just set this tree on fire and see what happens? <laughs> I mean, your your torch doesn't seem to have the same presence here as it does in our universe. So I don't I don't know if fire will will work as well here, but I mean, sure. Go for it. I hold the torch up to the bark of the tree to see what happens. Okay. It it lights the same. The the takes a second, but the fire slowly and then very quickly climbs up the tree and it's lit and it should be this huge roaring fire and it has the same sound and it has the same. I'm not even gonna say the same brightness, but it's like a, a. a dimmer version of the brightness. It still gives off some sort of light, but you feel no heat coming from it. Something that should be, like you should take like 15 or 20 steps back to not burn yourself. You're standing right there and feel no no heat from it. Hmm. I say, well, this... It's not, I can't say I'm not surprised because of, I didn't feel the heat from the torch, but even the, even the light should be different. We may be in and over our heads. I think you're, think you're probably right. As you two are staring at this now burning tree you hear and this huge like almost like Thor piece of lightning about 50 feet away from you strikes down and there's this big puff of smoke and you see standing this female figure TR on her head. She's wearing um, type of like armor on her arms, but she's wearing a a long uh, flowing dress. She has this long sword in her hand. She kind of stands up. Think like Terminator when they like appeared, kind of like crouching. Think kind of like that. She stands up, looks around, makes eye contact with you. I push Cork behind me and draw Winner's winner's Bite. She walks towards you. Huh. Nah. Well, hello. I am the proud princess. Um. She kind of eyes you, you know, does the elevator eyes, looks up and down. And, um, who are you two? Look back at Cork. I'm the proud paladin. Oh. Hmm. She kind of gives like a look of like unimpressed. And um, she 
cocks her head to the side looking past Marza. And who are you? I say I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. Ah. Well, wonderful. Very good. Um, continue on your way. She turns and starts walking away from you two. I say, wait, <laughs> what? Where did you come from? She stops and turns. Mm. Doesn't matter. I am on a quest. Um, for your safety, I need you not to get in my way. I say, is it for the Tesla Hydra? She fully turns around towards you now. And how would you two know of the Thessala Hydra? At this point, Marza has stuck Winter's bite into the ground and is just kind of using it to prop himself up. Because hmm. we're here for the same thing. Oh, surely we are not. I quest has nothing to do with the Thessala Hydra. Then why are you so interested in why we're interested? It is something that doesn't seem to be... How can I put this politely? Um, in your wheelhouse, per se. Have you figured out a way to get to its lair yet? Have you? <laughs> Looks at you. One of her eyebrows kind of cocks up. Hmm. The Thessal Hydra is not part of my quest. Now. Good luck. And goodbye. She turns. Starts walking she away just... again. Some princess she is. Say, well, she did travel by a bolt of lightning. That was pretty cool. Thank you. Say, she yells back and sort of just like breaks my attention again. I say, well, why can't why can't you help us? She turns. Well. She starts walking back towards you. Now she she's kind of walked to about like a 30-foot distance, but now she's slowly coming back. Well, the Thessal Hydra is not part of my quest, as I said earlier. But I can help with some information if you would like. So obviously Martha. you know this area is not its lair. Isn't that correct? Marza yes. kicks the tip of the sword and like flings it back up to his shoulder. It's resting on his shoulder. Then he uses it to like put his arms around and he's kind of stretching. Are you trying back to like? Are you trying to like like show off like your muscles? No. Oh, okay. No, he's Just... he's kind of like bored and getting upset uh... that this girl is. I thought you were doing like the seventh grader kind of like stretching <laughs> no, in front no. of a girl he's, kind of thing. He's he's putting like his arms over top of it and like using it to like stretch back and forth. Okay, okay. 
He's just like giving that like bored sense coming off. Well, in case you didn't know, and she turns and really faces you, Koric. Uh, the Thessal Hydra uses this plane of existence, the upside down, as a way to return to its lair without being followed, without being tracked. Surely, as you followed its tracks, you've realized that it, it just kind of goes in circles. It makes no sense here. Yes, we, we did notice Go that. Go roll deception check. <laughs> well, we did hey, notice I mean, that. We just ended up in the woods. I wasn't really trying to lie to her. <laughs> oh, God, man. Six. Yeah, but the other one wasn't that 20. <laughs> Sorry, bud. You know our rules. <laughs> I just, I hate, that's why I hate rolling <laughs> the two dice, because I always see what could have well, been. <laughs> grass is not always greener, man. Ah, uh, well, of course. So, surely, with your prowess and your turns to look at you, Marza, your um, ability to pay attention, that the layer where the Tesla Hydra lives is a cave where the material plane where you are from and the upside down touch. Much like that um, farm about a few miles that way. She points in the direction of the farm that you visited. Here in the upside down where the two planes touch the Upside Down gives a, uh, a mirror image of what is on your side. Uh, in the cave, there is a, uh, a plant. There's a special plant that allows people to travel to and from the material plane and the Upside Down. Now, these flowers are very rare because they only bloom in this one particular spot. And to cross the, wor the worlds, you have to perform a ritual. Obviously, you know this all. I like, like look at Mars and I'm like, well, news to me. <laughs> Why don't you kind of get down off your princess high horse? And just help us. We don't know about this flower. We don't know about the cave. Just help us. We'll be on our way. We won't bother you. We'll do what we came here to do. You can do what you want to do. That'll be it. How about that? Hmm. She looks up. Hmm. No, I'm not. Not part of my quest, like I said. Really should listen rather than to do your stretching. Now, she turns and focuses back on you, Corey. Wait, 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 wait. By help, I meant tell us where this stuff is. Oh, well, you need to be more specific then. Oh, no, I said that. No, you said You weren't paying help. attention. Interesting. Now. You find these flowers... They help perform this ritual. The key component is you need blood from a monstrosity. The Thessal Hydra is a monstrosity, so it uses its own blood to open a gateway. Now, 
I can show you where this cavern is, where the flowers are, so you can travel to the materials planes version of the cavern where the Tesla Hydra hides. But you will still need the blood of a monstrosity. I'll look at Marza and I say, what, is she talking about the troglodyte cave? I think she's talking to her about herself. You do know that the upside down, you haven't noticed anything living here, haven't you? We've, Not as far as we've, we've been here for the few hours. We've heard things, but haven't seen anything. Uh, well, there has been one type of monstrosity that has been stalking the Upside Down lately. It's a demigorgon. And that is? Side, side, side note, would, I, would we know what that is? I'm going to say no. This is a, okay. Um, a demigorgon <laughs> is a... I was like, I was like do I, am I surprised? <laughs> <laughs> was that the thing from the show? <laughs> oh my God, from the show? <laughs> uh, a demigorgon is about the size of a, a, a human, like your rather blunt friend here. She kind of waves her hand at Marza. Uh, but its face opens up into a flower that's filled with teeth. They are they are attracted to the smell of blood. Um, and the easiest way to get his attention is to spill the blood on the ground. So. So where would we... You said it yourself, there's nothing living here. Where do we find the blood? Well, I see two living things right in front of me. So where's this cave? Let's get to the point. Uh, she looks at you, her eyes up a little bit and then down, kind of a face of frustration, but not enough to bother her. She looks at you, Cork. You might need to pick a um, more diplomatic friend when he is speaking to royalty. Marza puts his hand on his sword and lets his hand get cut and throws the blood on the ground. Okay. Oh, Jesus All right, Christ. so you go ahead and you take one uh, hit point of damage and it spills onto the, the, um, the ground. She looks at it and says, well, that is a wonderful start, but it seems you might need a little bit more. I'm not nope. liking this girl. <laughs> I can tell, Tim. I can tell you don't care for her at all. <laughs> oh, my is this Lord. supposed to be his sister? Yeah, I think it's supposed. I think the drawing is supposed to be based off of Nancy. Oh uh, yeah. For those who don't know, Nancy Wheeler is the uh, sister of uh, Mike Wheeler in the show. Do I, do I have? Oh, here we go. I have a. Well, no, I'm proficient in it. I don't even know if I have. 
Do we even have a weapon? Oh, here we go. Um, you have those bolts. I do. I do. Well, I have a dag. I have a dagger. Um, I look at Marza and I see how committed he is to this, so I do the same thing. Okay. So you give you you cut your hand and uh, you lose one hit point of health as well. Yes. While he's doing that, I've been down to him like whispering, like definitely trying not to let her hear this time. Haven't cared until this point. I'm like maybe if we do this in front of her and it comes out, she'll have to help us. That's a good idea. We <laughs> we probably need all the help we can get. This thing doesn't sound easy. Yeah, I I I think she might just be using us. I think she's here for the same thing. Are you whispering this? Yeah. Yes. Go yeah. ahead and both roll. Um. I guess yes. Yeah, stealth to see how well you whisper. Oh, okay. Six. six two, and two. Ten. That one. that one. You just are yelling it from the rooftops. <laughs> hmm. Um. As you both are like you crouched. <laughs> you didn't. Well, I'm not crouched. Well, you're standing straight height. up. Um. She looks and says. I am royalty. I am not to be used. I have given you as much information as I wish to give. The cave that has the flowers that can transport you using the blood of a monstrosity is in that direction about 15 miles. And she points um, in a direction. Let's say, say weast. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> um, Goodbye. And she looks at you, Marza. I pray that you become a little bit more diplomatic in your conversations. She turns to you, Court, puts her hands out. It was lovely meeting you. I say, you as well. But before you go, what is your quest? I have told you I cannot tell you. And I, unlike others, she looks at you, Marza, like a quick little glance, am a woman of stature. Goodbye. She firmly <laughs> shakes your hand. She turns and being walking away into the distance. I'm not whispering this time, but acting like I'm whispering, like, no, no princess would be here. This is not where any princess would, would be. She's not a princess. She stops. You see her, <laughs> like her, her, she's like curling her hands into fists. Her shoulders go up. She, but then she continues marching away. And she slowly kind of disappears into the fog. You have oh. a little bit of blood. It's seems like enough, but it could be helpful if you put a little bit more. I'll take another point of damage and okay. So you spill some more. You split a little bit more on that same cut. You drop. So that's one, one, three. You wait a few minutes. You hear, what are you, okay, so let's say that the blood is here, 
you have a few minutes. Where would you guys want to go? I've drawn out a little bit of a map with these. These little squiggles are obviously trees. Um, where would you guys want to go as you... I'm assuming you're going to hide and wait for the, 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 the Demigorgon? Or are you going to just stand right <laughs> there and be like, Hey, bro. <laughs> um, I'd say I would want to climb in the tree okay go ahead and as you go up there roll me can i hmm? ask for assistance from marcia you absolutely can <laughs> climbing the tree you absolutely can um i say marza help get me up in this tree help me help me help me help me. <laughs> I, I take out the great sword and just like hop on Okay. <laughs> and I just like sling you up into the tree. Okay. I love it. Mars, go ahead and roll an uh, athletics to see how well and how high you fl- essentially catapult. Okay. Non nat oh 20 is pretty 20. good. Um, <laughs> Cork, as he essentially like slingshots you, like catapults you up, you fly up about, about like 10 feet. Go ahead, and I need you to roll me an acrobatics check to see if you can grab onto the tree. 16. 16, solid enough. You grab on. Now, you are about, you got about three more feet till you get to, like, the first branch. Are you going to climb up? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll um, an athletics check to see how well you climb up. Oh, this is not going to yeah. be good. Okay, Seven. seven's what? Seven's good enough. The DC was five, okay. so you're good. As you climb up and you you sit and you're ready. So I'm gonna go ahead and put you right here, hidden in the tree. What about you, Mars? As you fling your friend uh, up, I would rather hide in like a a bush. If there are any. Um, yeah, no. Are um, things in our bushes or low lying brush? Um, roll me a perception check. See what you see. I can't see a bush. Really, can't see a bush. A nine. Um, as you're looking, you is not a, a not a point of you can't see it. It's just there's not really bushes. It's more of just like. These standalone trees. There is some tall grass in different spots, um, but looking at it, you, you your big plate mail and stuff. You don't feel essentially well hidden in that grass. And I will. Are the the trunks of the tree large enough for me to like stand behind? And yeah, yeah, no, they're they're very large trees. Okay, right, then I will just stand behind. The other tree trunk. All right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, as you guys wait, wait about one, two, three, five, six, seven minutes. you see kind of crawling. It's like a, a mixture of a weird like spider and army crawl. This creature. Oops. 
so sorry guys this like humanoid creature these long fingers and these fingernails and this like a, a, a flower bowl but as it gets closer to where the blood is it opens up um and you you've all seen the demigorgon in season mm -hmm. one of stranger things as it is creeping up terrifying it's, oh no, it's terrifying. super scary as it's creeping up towards the blood it's the closer it gets to your little um your offering the the uh, the the petals quote unquote open up more and start like shaking a lot like the the dinosaur that got Newman in Jurassic Park. Oh, that I bring up like some lost feelings for you as it gets <laughs> yeah. closer and it Newman kind of dips into it and starts. Surprise round. Yeah. Um. I want to. Uh, I want to throw a spear at it. Do well. You go ahead and do that then. So what are you guys doing? I'm gonna throw my spear at it. Okay. Speak up a little bit, buddy. I can barely hear you. I'm gonna throw my spear. Okay. Go ahead and give you that surprise round. All right, 14, as you, you kind of get your spear ready and you throw it, it just barely misses, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to give you a surprise as well, Cork, because I'm going to say this, you throwing the spear and whatever you're going to do, Cork, happens at the exact same time, and then we're going to roll our initiative. All right, I'm going to cast Shatter on the area. Okay, go ahead and put Shatter in the... Uh, uh, thanks, I sure will. So I know exactly what to roll and why. A sudden loud ringing noise painfully erupts from each point. Each creature in a 10-foot radius spear constitution saving throw. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, it rolled a nine. So does it, it gets the and full. It's a, yeah. It gets the full gets DC the, of 13. All right. So 3D8. Of thunder damage. Thunder know, 17. No, nah, it already rolled it for you, dude. Oh, it did? My bad. Yeah, 12, I'm so right sorry. There, yeah. 12. All right. It sure did. Listen, roll 20. A nat 8 and a nat roll 1. Roll 20 is good yeah. about some stuff. All right. It is. I totally didn't even see that. As you put, <laughs> put your hands together, you essentially do like um, like the gator clap and it. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry, man. Um, You guys are now. In initiative, so go ahead and roll initiative for me. All right, let's see. All right, 18 is not bad. Marza, mm. 10. All right, and the Demigorgon rolled a 5. So let's get nice. this started. Marza, it is your turn. It, it knows that you there is something here, obviously. What are you doing? Um, as soon as I see this spear miss, I take the winner's bite and I just run at it and take like a leaping jump and try to come down on it. Okay. 
see, do you have enough? Did you have enough movement from there? Uh, yeah, it's only 10, like ten feet. Ten. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, go ahead and roll your attack, and don't forget to add your plus four. I've I've fixed it. Nothing. Okay, you did Thanks. fix it with the damage as well. How is that possible? A nat one, but it's a ten, but it's a ten because of everything Jeez else. Jeez Louise. Go ahead and roll me that flat D20, bud. Jeez Louise, man. Looking for something that's not a one. A, a four. four. Okay, that's fine. You miss, but as you swing down it, and it's, you, it, the sword gets kind of stuck in the ground. As you're pulling up, you look up, and it's it's big old flower faces right in front of you. Teeth are gnarling the slime. Super duper scary. Anything else with your turn? Nope, oh, that's it. Okay. Alrighty, it is Cork, it is your turn. Cork is gonna cast Mind Spike. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. What is Mind I'm Spike? That in. So oh, is that ball that out. changes the thing? Yeah. No, no, this is, uh, no, that's something else. That's Chaos Bolt. Uh, mind Spike, you reach into the mind of one creature you can see within range. The targets must make a wisdom saving throw, taking 3d8 psychic damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Okay. On a failed save, you also always know the target's location until the spell ends, but only while the two of you are on the same plane of existence. That is an awesome spell. So, wisdom saving throw... 14, unfortunately. Oh, okay. man. So it still takes half. Killing so me. So 16. Kid. That's eight points of psychic damage. That's not bad. You kill. I know, but I wanted to know where it was in case it ran yeah. away. <laughs> okay. Anything else with your move? No, you, you still know that. Oh, on a failed save, you also always know the target's okay. location. Cool. Words. That was the whole point. Words are tough. Okay. Wait. Oh, sorry. No, that's on a he, failed save. Yeah, no, he so succeeded. I, I, so I, I, he succeeded. I don't, yeah, yeah that, that's a weird way for them to word it. That's not the that right way they should have worded it. Yeah. Anyway, um, that is the end of my turn. Okay, doke. It is uh, the Demigorgon's turn. I should have done something like bonus action. I didn't do it. Da, 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 just making sure I'm doing something correctly. Yeah. Okay. It bites Marza. It just eats, eats Marza. <laughs> Um, okay. It's going to go ahead and it's got, it's multi attack is going to do, um, it's going to do a claw attack on you, Marza, an 11. Nope. It's going to do its second out of three at 21. Oh. 21 doesn't no. hit. I said, yep. But you guys, you guys, uh, you guys told me no. that sound like a no. It's like twenty one. <laughs> I thought, I thought no. I was like, I was like, how did this happen? How'd that happen? I'm using my regular speaking voice. That is not a regular speaking voice. You a mumbling? Um, it deals eleven nope. points of slashing damage as it <laughs> clings into you, and then it's going to do its uh, bite attack as a nineteen. Wait, it gets three attacks. Good lord. Mm -hmm. All right. Unbalanced. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Okay. Does four points of slashing damage as it, <clears throat> it kind of gets like wraps one of its like petals onto your um your shoulder as you kind of pull it back and it kind of rips out. And it's gonna be the Demigorgon's turn. All right. Back at the top of the round, Mars. It is your turn. Uh, uh for a bonus action, going to cast Shield of Faith. Okay. 
gives me a plus two. Plus two concentration. And then I'm going to attack with the Winter's Might. Go for it, bud. 28 does hit. Good gracious. Roll that damage. So, 20. Wait. Hold on. That's not right. That's not right. Yeah, it's like plus four, plus four. That's weird. Oh, wait, no, never mind. It's 2d6 plus my strength plus a four. Mm -hmm. So it should only be 18. 18? Yeah. Okay. Is that including the dual style or no? No, dueling style is for like a one-handed weapon. Oh, okay. So I'll take, right, so... I, I just forgot to unclick it. All right, so... so it's only 18. 18 points of that. damage. That's a nice hit. So you draw your blade and you cut at it. <laughs> Slashing at his hand. Anything else with your turn? Uh, I think that's all I can do. Alrighty. Cork, it is your turn. What are you up to, buddy? Hiding down in that tree. I'm loving being in this tree. Um, <laughs> happy as you can be. <laughs> yes, happy as I can be. Um, I'm going to cast Firebolt. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. That twenty. Okay, so get some. Go ahead and roll. Um, go ahead and roll that that flat d twenty. Let's see what happens. All right. Ah, so you six. got a nat twenty in your attack, but a six on the um, confirmation roll. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right. So nice. Nine, eight. So seventeen points of fire damage. Nice. That's a very very good move. That was a good move. All right. Anything else? <laughs> that is all. That is I'll end my all. turn. All right. Doesn't get a certain thing because of that turn. That's fine. Um, feeling like the heat in <laughs> his back. You see the 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 little petals kind of flapping in the air as it's like reaching its head back and like its version of screaming into the sky. Uh, it's going to go ahead and it's going to attack you, Marza, again with its two claws. Um, a 14? Nope. Does to hit 14? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, a 15? Nope. All right. And then finally with its bite, uh, an 18. That does hit. 18. And I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke. Okay. All right. So uh, 18 gets you four points of slashing damage. For that bite attack. Alright. That deck save. Dur, 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 dur. Oh my gosh. Oh, nice. That one. Let me go ahead and roll my flat. Okay. So it gets 16 points of fire damage. <laughs> that had 15 hit points left. <laughs> How do you want to do this, my friend? Nice, dude. Uh, as it like hits me and slashes at me. I just take the the uh, hilt of Winter's Bite and point it at him and say, Not today! <laughs> and he just erupts into flame. <laughs> <laughs> so you shout that, boom, just burst like that was it, spontaneous combustion. Just boom. <laughs> it slowly, like Wicked Witch of the West, kind of like crumbles into the ground dead oh. man 
That was awesome. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to have a good fight after <laughs> last time. That is true. That was that was the first fight that was like pretty much in in your favor for a good majority of the yeah. battle. And then we need the blood from this thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have anything that would that we could put blood into. Well, I have a bag of holding. We just cut his arm off. But then it's in the bag of holding. <laughs> then everything's got blood on it. I have a water skin. I could drink my water and then we put it in there. Sure. All right. Okay. Do that. All right. So you chug the rest of your water. Um, okay. Now, and you collect how do you how do you collect the blood just interesting um, flavor let's do some medical procedures up in here <laughs> uh i cut off a small piece of my rope okay and use it as a tourniquet for his arm like up to his shoulder and i just cleave his arm off okay easily enough you chop it right off and now we have all the blood from that dangly arm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're just essentially just dangling it. And we, and we just like we just run it into the water skin. Cool. I mean, we can we can we could just use the put it in the bag of holding at that point. Not as oh, much because mess. It's, because because uh, it's tourniqueted. Yeah. Tourniqueted up. Tourniqueted. Sure. <laughs> Whatever the verb is for that. <laughs> Turning. Tur- it's t- it's turn turncated. It has a tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. So you. Demi Corgan arm. <laughs> <laughs> You've very handily defeated the Demi Gorgon. Coric, I just want to point out not a lick of damage. Kudos to you, man. Stand- Hiding in that Hiding tree. Hiding in the tree. <laughs> Um, what was the, what's the guy from the Bible who uh, hides um, in the tree? Um, Zacchaeus. Um, Zacchaeus. Joseph and the Technicolor Yes. He's a, Zacchaeus is a wee little man and a wee little man was he. <laughs> so you now have the severed arm of a demigorgon in your bag of holding. You know where this cave is that has this flower that needs the blood of a monstrosity to be able to transport back to your world. But you'll be in the cave of where the Tesla Hydra is hiding. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. And I think this is a pretty solid spot to finish this episode. Guys, Whew, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. I like winning. <laughs> <laughs> I like when things go my way. It's, it's staying alive. <laughs> I don't know. He was getting all those attacks on me. I was like, this isn't good. <laughs> just a little little bit of just information for you guys, because I'm sure, you know, later on the line, you might want to run this game. Uh, the Demigorgon is a really interesting uh, character, like uh, monster. It has this really cool uh, feat or ability called uh, Regeneration, where essentially it gets 10 hit points back at the start of its turn, unless oh. it takes fire damage. <laughs> No yes. way. So if it, that's why I was, yeah. that's why I did hella hella rebuke when he said it, like reacted to it. I was like, I'm gonna do some fire. 
That's the only fire thing I got, so I'm going to wait till he hits me. So it takes uh, nice. 10 hit points at the start of his turn. If the Demigorgon takes acid or fire damage, this trait doesn't function at the start of the Demi... doesn't start until the, at the start of the next turn. Uh, the Demigorgon only dies if it starts at a turn. Da, 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 da. Like, it was super clutch. <laughs> yes, it was. Ah. Man. So. Well, gang, can't wait for the next time. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you enjoy this sort of stuff, listeners, um, let us know. Leave a, a, a comment or a, a, a review or tweet at us or Facebook message us. I don't know if you can message us on Facebook, but let us know. Send a smoke signal. Um, telegraph. Email. Um, I don't know any other means of communication, <laughs> but just let us know what you like. Let Mes- us know what you don't like. Um, Messenger pigeon. See, I only take owls because I'm actually a wizard. So, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I took the toad. Should have gone owl. Should have gone um, owl. Well, gang, thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate it. And uh, continue to keep your eye out. Um, every Saturday, we're going to hopefully have these episodes posted until we finish it up and take down the Tesla Hydra. Or die. You never. Well, one the, well that's, an, that's an option. <laughs> that's an option. That's very likely. All right, and fellas. And you, you can hear Tim finish out the season by itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>